Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 135 of the Talking Dogs on Thursday podcast of course which is slightly uh, later this week and uh, it's uh, great to catch up with um, I suppose another man of the moment last week we spoke with uh, JJ Fenley speaking about his success in the National Project Stakes and uh, once again it's more success uh, for the Rebel County um, with the O'Connell family Brendan O'Connell's Gay Time Nemo winning the final of the English Greyhound Derby last weekend and uh, Brendan O'Connell joins us on the podcast now so firstly Brendan Thanks for taking time out to join us. No problem, Barry. Look, delighted to get the invite. Yeah, of course. Look, um, it really was a fairy tale success, and we'll touch on that shortly, Brendan. But if you don't mind, just give our listeners of the podcast maybe a bit of background um, on on yourself and you know how you got into this great sport. Yeah, Barry. I suppose I got into it uh, through my parents. Um, my mother and and all the Lehan family would be street and greyhounds. And we were all taken to, to the Greyhound track in the Western Road when we were young. Um, every every Saturday night, and I suppose during the weeknights when we had a runner, and we'd often be in Yall as well racing. And and that's the way it was through the years. And I suppose we we gained great friendships um, from you know other young people in the Greyhound track. And you know later in the time, you know we used collectively go into town on nights out. And we used to go to the inter-county cork matches and we went away on holidays together. And, you know, they're, they're, they're lifetime friendships and they're the people that we shared the success with as well last weekend. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, such a popular winner, obviously, as I said, you know, you, you've built up so many, as you said, great friendships with, you know, so many brilliant people in the sport. But, um, you know, obviously, look, um, you know, over the years, you've produced some high class um, ground. So have you always kind of took it serious or what way has the operation worked over the course of the, maybe the last couple of decades? Yeah, I suppose, Barry, in the early years, I suppose we were very much uh, selling kennel. Uh, when we had a good dog, you know, he he was offered for sale and typically went across to the UK. Um, we we you know we kept a few bitches for breeding and we kept a few good ones. We had I suppose Gay Time Blonde who broke the track record on you all for seven hundred yards and she was a leading steer in the nineteen nineties. We were lucky enough to win the Guinness with Gay Time Conrad. I suppose the game changer for us was Gay Time Hawk um, in two thousand and fifteen. And, you know, he would have been a dog that would probably been sold only. He, he broke his tail in the race and we couldn't really realise the value of him. So, you know, we considered sending him closer to Dublin to be trained. And a good friend of, of ours, Tommy Delaney and Ballon Colleague, recommended Graham Holland as a trainer um, that would be able to take the dog to, to Shelburne Park. And, look, we had, we had huge success with him. He was up with Graham, I think probably from January until November and that period. He got to the final of the Easter Cup. He was in the quarter final of the English Derby. And um, he got to the final of the Irish Derby, recording the two fastest times. I think he won the quarter final and semi final. But it didn't work out on the night. And fair play, Liam Dowling's dog ran a cracker. Um, and it's nice, like the Dowling family uh, sent us messages of best wishes and, and congratulations over the weekend as well. 
Yeah, very good. Uh, fantastic people. And just going back, I suppose, to that final in 2015, obviously when you're, you know, one of the, the stars of the competition go, going into the feature final, when it doesn't kind of happen on the night, that must be tough to take as well at at, at, at that stage. Absolutely, Barry. Yeah, you know, there was a bus travelled up here from Inascara, um on the night and, um, you know, to finish last was very disappointing. But look, you know, you kind of have to take that in the chin and, um, you know, get up the following morning and go at it again. And that's, that's the only way. Yeah, and of course, um, just in terms of, I suppose, um, you know, your, your people involved in the kennel, it sounds like it's a real family affair. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So in terms of the team, well, my mother is, I think I, it's referred to there in the press as, as the chef and the chief. And that's not a narrative that's out there. Um, you know, she's the leader of our campaign here, and everyone that would know us well um, will know that. And then myself and Deirdre um, would work together. And, you know, if any one of us is away, uh, Ken, my brother, will row in as well. So, yeah, look, it's very much um, a family affair here. And you know, we get a lot of support from the Lee Hans as well above in Granada. Um, so, yeah, look, we, we, we do our best with them. Yeah, and of course, look, people that are, I suppose, you know, great supporters of Greyhound Racing here in Cork. Obviously, you know, like every year, we we see a really talented gay time Greyhound um, come along. So I suppose no no surprise to to many to see you back in the big time. And just in terms of you know gay time, Nemo started off his racing career, I think, with a third place finish down in Cork, and you know went from strength to strength after that. Yeah, I suppose Barry, when we schooled him, we liked him, you know. Um Referred to me as a bit of a by racer in the early days, he's huge pace but can maybe lacked a bit of composure. Um, so we sent him up to Graham, and you know, from the very start, Graham was very positive on him. Um, and you know, it was unfortunately he picked up a bit of an injury, a bad injury in January. Um, but maybe in hindsight, the break that he got stood to him, uh, ending the derby. Definitely, yeah, because he obviously came right at the whole time. And tell us about the whole um, English Greyhound Derby experience at um, Toaster, because obviously, look, he, he started off well in the competition, delivering some, you know, good performances, and uh, you know, he was always in the mix throughout the event. Yeah, I suppose that's the thing about English Derby; it gets great media coverage. You know, on the Racing Post um, TV, we were able to tune in every weekend, so we had six nights, and you know, even the whole local community here bought into it as well. Um, you know, a couple of us travelled down to the way, in a couple of nights and everyone there watched the race as well. And yeah, you know, the first night he, he threw trap two um, and he had the Boyle Sports gift dog inside him and he ran really well, you know, his first race back. Um, I think he recorded 28.94 and, you know, that was very positive and her Graham being interviewed afterwards and you know, he felt that he'd like to think that he'd improve. And he got trapped one, you know, I think it was, was it two nights or three nights and didn't seem to be over comfortable in trap one. Uh, so, that, you know, that was a, a concern. Ran really well in the quarter final. He was open five um, in back in trap one for the semi final. But, you know, he held his pitch in the inside um, to get around after the cloner dog. And, um, yeah, we were we were absolutely thrilled to get to the final. And, yeah, I suppose, you know, on Monday when we got the draw, we were we spoke very positively about it. Um, you know, he ran really well from track two before, and we felt, you know, that with a good start 
Um, he may not be too far away at the first bend, and he'd have the inside. If he was, you know, if he led, like it'd be very, very, very difficult to bring him back. Yeah, without a doubt. I think everyone, you know, knew once he, you know, led early, it was, it was going to be game over. Um, obviously, look, you, you still have to go and do it, but, you know, it really was uh, a poor, perfect performance in the feature final, just doing everything right on the night. And, uh, you know, a bit of a, obviously, a dream come true, no doubt. And I'm sure there must have been, you know, lots of happy people as well in the, the local community as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was, uh, it was an amazing night for us over in Towchester. And, you know, I've seen video clips here um, locally and also heard about, you know, the, the atmosphere uh, inside in Corraheen Park. So, look, it's brilliant. It's great uh, for people to join in, in the celebrating Nemo's success, you know, and that means a huge amount to us as well. Yeah, and just in terms of the night itself over there, um, you know, a great night out, no doubt. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, you know, we, 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 we flew out of uh, Cork to Birmingham. We landed maybe around quarter past half past five and we got a transfer down to Towcester and it's my first time being there and it's, it's a massive place like it's um, it's a really beautiful spot um, and yeah look there, there was um, a meal before um, when we got there and um, yeah a couple of hours then of nervous weight Barry um, and then they were paraded and look you know I was delighted to see Rachel parade the MC. She paraded um, Romeo Magico last year, so you know the omens were good. He was in the blue of Inascar as well, so uh, and he looked really to be on his toes when he came out in the parade ring. But uh, just a magical atmosphere over there, you know. Um, and I must also commend Ian Fortune on brilliant commentary. I think I probably listened to to the commentary maybe fifteen or twenty times on the flight home, and um, yeah, it was, it was it was an exceptional night for us. Yeah, it must be massive as well for, for all your family, um, Brendan. Yeah, brilliant. You know, sure, look, um, my mum travelled over on, on the Sunday, on the previous Sunday after the semi-final, she said, no, look, she stayed home and looked after the dogs. And then after the draw on the Monday, we were speaking more positively about it. And I came in Monday night and she had her passport up on the table. So we booked the flights the following morning. So it looked it was great for, for, for our family and for Dilly Hands uh, to be there as well. On the on the Saturday night in Towcester, brilliant stuff, and of course, look, wicked excitement um, around Corraheen Park as well as you you pointed out earlier on in the interview. Um, you know, everyone in Cork, we we love a local winner. Absolutely, yeah, and look, you know, if it was in Cork, he was schooled, and I'd also like to, you know to take the opportunity to to thank the grounds lads there, Don Leahy, and Noel Delaney, and Michael Barish. Um, you know, they're they're brilliant lads. Um, you know, the accessibility of the trials and the quality of the racing surface in Cork is exceptional and they're also great crack, you know, there's always a great bit of fun when you go in for your trials. Very, very well said there. And of course, look, I know there will be a, a presentation in, in, in Curraheen Park and, you know, your, your your family, of course, very much involved and great to see the track going so well in recent times with the Curraheen Park Supporters Club. Oh, absolutely, Barry. Yeah, you know, I, I think it's buzzing in there at the moment. Um, the Cockrell Hunt Supporters Club um, have worked great with, with the management, with Brian Collins. And look, we have a huge number of graded sweepstakes. And um, yeah, look, it, it, it's adding to it. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Every night you go in there to see the quality of racing now on a Saturday night and, you know, really decent prize money as well so a lot of momentum and it's important to build on that as well you know 
and just in terms of gay time Nemo will he make um, a bid for the upcoming Irish Greyhound Derby in a couple of weeks well that's a decision that Graham Holland will make uh, um, I, I spoke to Graham on Tuesday and he spoke very positively about how he came out of the race so look you know we fingers crossed that will continue exactly and just tell us a bit about the operation at home um, what's going on at the moment uh, so look, you know, we've 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 just the two in training, and they're they're both with Graham, um, and we have we have a couple of um, we have two droopy Sydneys that are they're repeat mating of Nemo that are I think they're about thirteen or fourteen months now. So we're galloping them at the moment, and there's another litter of pups then that are are they maybe nine months, and there's a couple more then that are five months so we we typically like to be bringing them on in twos and threes you know and keep a gap maybe of two to three months uh, between them and that gives us the opportunity to um, to walk with them like, you know we we invest heavily here in the rearing of them we try and give them as much freedom as we can until they're seven months so for that reason you know it's important to keep the numbers down because um, otherwise you know the workload just becomes too high yeah, that sounds like I suppose great advice for for anyone that's um, listening in, um, uh, Brendan. And uh, look, obviously after after winning that now um, big English Ground Derby, no doubt you'll be dreaming of you know more big race success in the coming years. It's not Barry, you know, um, you know it's a lot of luck in this as well. We were lucky enough to get get Sam Derville, you know, and she's throwing a kind of a pacey type of dog. But look, you know that that's not going to last forever either. So it's really important to enjoy and celebrate the successes we have because you know there was good, a few lean years there as well. You know, um, and you know, a bit of luck um, to, to get Kate and Derville. Um, you know, I got it from Dan Nolan. He's a man that knows a good bit about breeding uh, down in Arford in, in in County Kerry. So yeah, look, there's a lot of luck in it, and well, we'll always be dreaming of further success. Um, it's difficult, you know. It's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, no, that's uh, um, well, well, well said there, um, Brendan. Look, um, obviously, as I said, look when I when I spoke to you, a very popular winner. We're delighted for for yourself and you know all your family and this uh, amazing success for all the hard work you've put in um, to our great sport over the years. Um, great to see you get rewarded with such a big win um, in Toaster uh, last weekend, and uh, we're wishing yourself and your family continued success in the world of greyhound racing. It was great to reflect on a, a fairy tale um, success on the podcast uh, this week and uh, hopefully we'll catch up again soon thanks a million Barry Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake for all the latest Greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs